Hello everybody, thanks again for listening, for following and for joining me um, as I explore um, things that come up in my own daily life about uh, being a third culture kid um, and ponderings from my work with third culture kids as well. I'm sitting here talking to you on a classic spring morning here in the UK and it's gotten me thinking about um, where I've been at for a lot of the week and that is impatience. (laughs) I feel like I'm outing one of my least favourite things about myself but here we go. Like I said it's springtime and A couple of years ago, I was lucky enough to move into a home that has a garden. I have gardened for years, but I have gardened out of pots and in little yards, and it's a whole different experience of gardening. Um, I'm sure a lot of you listening have been on both sides of this. Um, One of the beauties of pot gardening is that if something dies... You simply pull it up, throw it away and pretend it was never there and uh, grab another plant and stick it in the pot and ta-da! In my garden now, it's a whole different experience as I'm putting plants in the ground. And what is required of me on a whole other level is patience. I decided this year to try and grow some marigolds and sweet peas and some stock flowers um, from seed. Oh my gosh, it's so slow. Even my herbs that I've been planting, basil and coriander, so painfully slow and to a lot of you this is going to sound ridiculously obvious but this is quite a new experience for me and maybe this is not actually that unusual I'm applying this to gardening but for so many of us as TCKs we just don't have longevity on our side here waiting the weeks and months it takes for a plant to start looking like a plant. Noticing changes in the garden year by year and having to slow down my own impulses to try and get to the finished product instantly. Oh, it's so painful. I'm noticing as I'm talking, I'm touching my face in that kind of pulling and dragging sort of ah way. And yeah, it's physically uncomfortable um, even thinking about it. And at the same time, I can laugh at myself because of course, of course it's hard. My brain has a truncated timeline that it works from. My brain does not assume next year has the time, space or even the same place 
to work with these kinds of changes on. It's very different to allow change to happen over time. To wait, to wait and see. And it's a real challenge to even those of us with attachment styles that just kind of disengage, actually. If something isn't present, it's gone. And so move on. Having to stay invested and attached and hopeful without the fruit of that hope manifesting quickly Ooh. it's not comfortable and it's not easy and it's one of the many things that gardening has taught me that my TCK self doesn't really like to plan for next summer if it's not happening this summer maybe it'll never happen And yet the result of that is really to limit me. It really says if you can't get it done soon, you need to get comfortable with never having this. And that's what I can feel shifting in me this season. Just noticing that thought process and calling it out actually. That if I don't have the resources or time or skills this year to do X, Y project, why on earth would I decide I'm never going to be able to? That actually just makes me sad. I could keep that option open. I could keep that unconcluded. I'm really hoping at this point that this is making sense to those of you who are listening because it feels really vulnerable to admit to having such a shortened version of my own timeline. But I know I'm not the only one. I've spoken with enough of you and worked with enough of you around this that I know I'm not alone here. Vulnerable, but vulnerable together. About a month and a half ago, I laid down some seeds in a bare patch of earth. And... About two weeks ago, I was making peace with the fact that nothing had come of them and that patch of earth was a dead patch of earth and I was going to have to buy some ready-made plants, ready-made, somebody else had curated them, right, and and sink them into the earth from there because my seed sowing had obviously failed. And then yesterday, I went out and saw seedlings 
very delicate, very small, and very there. I'd just about gotten myself ready to dig that patch over, and I would have destroyed them all. In fact, I'm seeing hostas poke their new leaves up through the earth, and I'm sure that in, in autumn when I had a tidying up moment out there, I pulled some up by the roots because I'd decided they were dead. This isn't just to communicate to you what a terrible gardener I am, but what I'm trying to share here is how much we can lose when our timelines are shortened and we anticipate loss. I had jumped ahead of myself and assumed things were dead that weren't. And how many of us do this in our relationships? Gosh. <laughs> I thought this was going to be a lighter episode. I started off thinking I'm going to talk about my garden and it's going to be a nice sweet little metaphor. And now I'm feeling really emotional because I know so many of us have moved away emotionally from relationships or ended relationships because it looked like they were done. Because we got some kind of signal that told us something was changing. And for so many of us, change means end. A dip in interest, a dip in communication, less frequent time together, signals to our brain very often that they've left the country or that we've left the country. And so we emotionally depart, perhaps even pull up the roots. So much of the time in my own process and journey and story around therapeutic growth, it's been less about adopting handy new techniques and more about waiting. An agonizing inactivity that just stays my hand from trying to force a conclusion or an ending that I feel like I finally have control over, right? Because so many of us had losses we didn't control, we couldn't control, we were children. So, so many of us in our adult lives get active about endings because that's a way of taking control. Whether that's leaving a party without saying goodbye to anybody because we don't want to deal with that ending on other people's terms, we kind of do it ourselves. Or whether that's in a relationship, breaking things off before the agonizing is it dying or is it just transitioning into something else or is there an issue that needs resolving? All of those questions that we don't know how they're going to end. But what we feel is something shifting in the relationship that we don't feel in control of and that we don't enjoy. And so maybe we jump. Jump out of it. 
or like I say, pull it up by the roots. And this is not me saying we should always stay and wait. That would be dangerous too, right? Just that sometimes, where there is no immediate danger, when we're not suffering in a, in a real terms sort of sense, it's, it's just a not knowing. Not knowing is not necessarily a threat. I didn't have to pull up what I considered dead roots in that moment. I was trying to take control over the mess of the garden by tidying it up. But I could have waited. I could have trusted life was still on its way. And what I can hear in my voice right now is a certain self-criticism, right? I'm kicking myself. I got rid of good plants. But of course I did. This is the moment for compassionate, caring inquiry. I don't know much about hostas. <laughs> I don't know all there is to know about my garden yet. I've had it for two years. So patience with myself is crucial here too. I'm learning. But learning to sit with the discomfort, learning to wait and see, is something I want to do more of. Even as I can hold on to compassion for myself as to why it's hard. One thing that bothers me about the, the seedlings that have come up in my bare patch of earth is that they are not aligned. They're not in a pleasing pattern or spacing. They're all sort of shoved along one end, too close together and too near the path. And I want to move them. But here's my commitment today. To leave them the hell alone. <laughs> Not yet. They're not big enough, they're not strong enough to survive the move. And there might be other seedlings to follow to fill in those gaps that I haven't seen yet. And if I'm to learn anything from this experience, it's I don't know what's coming next. So I will wait. <laughs> And if you follow me on social media at all, you'll probably end up spammed with photographs of my garden and hopefully some seedlings that will take shape because it's not about the flowers. It's about watching things grow. Watching my own growing ability to stay my hand to see what happens and hopefully over time expand my sense of time so that I don't need to get it all done today and I don't interfere with things that are happening below the surface. Thank you for listening. I hope this has some 
resonance for you or some use for you and if not for you personally perhaps you can think about TCKs in your life who might be experiencing some of this and as always I'd love to hear from you if there's a topic you want to hear more about or something that you feel hasn't been covered adequately let me know you can email me at rachelkason at explorelifestory.com or find me through my website Thank you very much.